Welcome to my podcast. Today I'd like to reflect a little on the third miracle story in St. John's Gospel, which is the cure of the sick man at the pool of Bethsatha. The Gospel story takes place in John chapter 5 verses 1 to 17. Sometime after this, there was a Jewish festival, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now at the sheep pool in Jerusalem, there is a building called Bethsatha in Hebrew, consisting of five porticos, and under these were crowds of sick people, blind, lame, paralysed, waiting for the water to move. For at intervals the angel of the Lord came down into the pool, and the water was disturbed. And the first person to enter the water after this disturbance was cured of any ailment he suffered from. One man there had an illness which had lasted 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had been in this condition for a long time, he said, Do you want to be well again? Sir, replied the sick man, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is disturbed. And while I'm still on the way, someone else gets there before me. Jesus said, Get up, pick up your sleeping mat and walk. The man was cured at once, and he picked up his mat and walked away. Now that day happened to be the Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who had been cured, It is the Sabbath. You were not allowed to carry your sleeping mat. He replied, But the man who cured me told me, Pick up your mat and walk. They asked, Who is the man who said to you, Pick up your mat and walk? The man had no idea who it was, since Jesus had disappeared into the crowd that filled the place. After a while, Jesus met him in the temple and said, Now you are well again. Be sure not to sin any more, or something worse may happen to you. The man went back and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had cured him. It was because he did things like this on the Sabbath that the Jews began to persecute Jesus. The incident takes place at a Jewish festival that John doesn't name. But the important thing about the miracle is that it takes place on the Sabbath, which is forbidden by the law. The Pool of Bethsatha was discovered by archaeologists next to the Crusaders' Church of St. Anna. And this miracle links in with the previous miracle of the cure of the court official son, in that, through Christ's word, the miracle occurs. Through the word of God, the sick man is cured and he is given back his life after 38 years. But unlike the court official in the previous miracle whose household became believers, the sick man failed to understand the meaning and what the miracle meant, but instead went and told the adversaries of Jesus, that he cured him.
But similar to the cure of the court official's son, Jesus asks the sick man a question. Do you want to be well again? And the sick man replies, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is disturbed. And while I'm on my way, someone else gets there before me. And then Jesus replies, Get up, pick up your sleeping mat and walk. And the man is cured. So once again, it's through the power and word of God that the sick man is cured of his ailment. But the miracle takes place on the Sabbath. And that's extremely important because in the Jewish law, one is forbidden to carry a sleeping mat on the Sabbath. It was against the law. But in the action of Jesus, he is comparing himself to God the Father and so making himself God's equal. The Jewish authorities, though, could not accept this. Hence, their persecution of him, because they saw this as blasphemy. The story today is a reminder of the great works of God. And towards the end of the story, Jesus meets the sick man later in the temple and says, Now you are well again. Do not sin anymore. In other words, now you're well. Live a good life. But once again, the man fails to understand the meaning of the healing and the miracle and goes and tells the authorities. Just some pointers of reflection. Firstly, what words do I hear and listen to that gives you life? Secondly, are you through your words a person who gives life to another? Thirdly, do you avoid those occasions and circumstances where words can destroy? And fourthly, who are the people you take examples from to speak well of another? Is it a family member? Is it a neighbour or a friend or someone you've read about or seen on television or listened to on the radio? Or is it the person and the good news of Jesus Christ? Thank you for listening.